بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد عن أمير المؤمنين أبي حفصة عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إنما الأعمال بالنيات وإنما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته إلى الله ورسوله فهجرته إلى الله ورسوله فمن كانت هجرته للدنيا يصيبها أو امرأة ينكهها فهجرته إلى ما هاجر إليه And this is رواه Bukhari ومسلم Um, this hadith is the fundamental central hadith uh, which is the center and the fundamental the pivot of all Islamic thought and understanding uh, because it goes down to the basic fundamental reason why we do anything this hadith is called, is considered to be scholars have commented and they said this this hadith comprises one-third of knowledge because the actions of the man, of a person, involves his intention and from that arises uh, his speech and then his actions. So it is intentions, actions, uh, speech and actions and therefore out of these three things this comprises a one-third of that um, people have said that this is one one third of the whole religion of islam uh, the other two hadith which are considered to be the other two thirds uh, one is al-halal bayin wa haram bayin wa baynahuma mushtabihat that the halal is clear and the haram is clear and between them are doubtful matters and uh, the third one is uh, the hadith which we uh, hear in most uh, khutbat of Jumu'ah where Rasulullah said that uh, all uh, innovations uh, are misguided and that kullu bidatin dalala wa kullu dalalatin finnar and he said all the, uh, uh, all the innovations in religion will be rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a person who does that will be in the hellfire and we, we ask Allah to save us from that. So this uh, connection uh, of the intention uh, to actions, this is very, very clear. Very interestingly, and this is where the, um, the shirk of riya, the shirk of uh, showing off, uh, of doing deeds which uh, are good deeds, but doing them with the intention of showing off, of uh, becoming, of getting popularity and so on, uh, which ruins the deed and it becomes shirk. And Nabi Wasallam called this the hidden shirk because the intention of the person is in the heart. And, uh, and therefore the person whose uh, intention was for Allah, this person only will be rewarded. Uh, it also, this is a, this hadith also I think, in my, in, uh, not I think, but in in 
my understanding, uh, is uh, the essence of Tawheed, because this is the, it, it brings it down to the fundamental reason, one reason why we do something, and that one reason is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is how it should be. And that's why it's so important to keep on checking the intention. It happens many times, and may Allah protect us from ourselves, that uh, uh, we may start off with a good intention, but uh, along the way, that intention gets corrupted. Yeah, shaitan is there always, and he does not let go. Yeah, he is uh, tireless, and he continues to do his work. And so we get distracted, we get uh, misguided. One of the most common things that happens is the negative role of praise. Now, praise is, is see, the, the thing to understand is that appreciating, truly appreciating what somebody does, good that somebody does, is, uh, alhamdulillah, this is permissible, this is highly desirable. I would say it is absolutely critical because uh, we all thrive on this. We, alhamdulillah, it is, Allah has made us like that, that he, uh, that we feel good about what we do. And this gives us the energy to do more. Uh, it's also good feedback because if you're doing something, uh, you know, for a certain reason and you're getting feedback to say, yes, that reason is being achieved, people are being helped, uh, it is being appreciated. So obviously, this is great encouragement. Not to have that would be discouragement. So, you know, if somebody is praising uh, or appreciating something that is true, this is to be uh, applauded. Now, there's a difference between praising and flattery. Flattery is lies. If you exaggerate in the praise, then that is lies and that is something to be avoided. But uh, genuine, sincere praise is something which is uh, desirable and which should be done. So, uh, however, what happens is that over time, if you get even sincere praise, if you are getting a lot of it, then the chances are that it goes to the head and our ego comes into, the, into play and uh, people then start to uh, to work for that praise rather than working to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's very subtle. Um, it sometimes takes some time for it to happen. It won't happen overnight. But it is something that does happen. And when it happens, believe me, it destroys our deeds. One of the most common ones is uh, for Qiratul Quran, for example, those who people who recite beautifully, uh, they get praised for that. And then when they are reciting in Salah, the thought comes that, oh, people who are praying behind me, I hope they like what I'm, how I'm reciting. So you beautify your recitation even more, which means that standing there on the musalla as the imam, you are committing shirk, where even though people behind you may be getting khusho and may be getting concentration and it may be benefiting them, but that does not help you because you have just destroyed your own salah. Um, so it is very important to keep on uh, to fo keep focused on the intention. Um, think of it like this, that if you had uh, a big wad of notes uh, in your wallet or in your pocket and you had to pass through a crowded area, maybe a railway station or a fair or market or something, uh, where you obviously quite, you know, that's quite normal, um, you might fear that uh, there are pickpockets. Now what would you do? I'll tell you what I used to do when I, I traveled in the Bombay uh, uh, 
Bombay local trains, which are famous for pickpockets. I used to keep my money in my socks. I wouldn't keep it in my pocket. So you would take some spe- specific steps. You would keep your money in your socks. Even if you didn't do that, if the money was in your pocket, then you would have one hand in your pocket. You would make sure that you constantly checked to see if the money was still there because, uh, you know, you, uh, you miss uh, your vigilance by a second. You get distracted. One of the ways in, in which pickpockets pick pockets is by distracting you. So they distract, they create some distraction when you are focused from there. Next thing you know, your pocket is empty. Uh, so it's very important, just like that, in the same way, to constantly check our intention. Now, what happens if our intention, we find I, I started with a good intention, and now I discover that my intention has been corrupted. Uh, what do I do? I immediately make it for the I immediately apologize to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm, I'm contrite. I am uh, regretful. Uh, I express my my shame at uh, at having being misled by shaitan. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for pardon. And I am completely and totally sure that my Rabb who will pardon because this is his promise. That if somebody makes tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept this tawbah. So very important for us to understand. Always start with the right intention. Continuously keep checking to see if the intention is being damaged or corrupted and constantly make istighfar and tawbah to make sure that the intention is right because the hadith of Nabi Sallallahu where he said that innama al-amalu bin niyat which is this hadith which I narrated to you and he also said innama al-amalu bil khawatim the deed is based on how it ends the deeds are based on how they end so therefore a deed may start with a good intention, but if it ends uh, with riya, if it ends with uh, with a bad intention, then the deed is void. So we want to make sure that we start with a good intention and we continue with a good intention and we end with a good intention, inshallah.